Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. everybody, this is Monica Reinagel, the Nutrition Diva, here with your quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. This month, I'm taking a closer look at some popular theories about diet and weight loss. As I pointed out in last week's show, there are several prevailing but conflicting concepts, and each has a lot of evidence to back it up. My take is that no single approach to diet is going to work for everyone. Rather than debating whether low-carb diets work better than low-fat diets or diets made up predominantly of purple foods or whatever, I think the real trick is finding out which approach is the best fit for your lifestyle, your preferences, and yeah, your biochemistry. And one way to do that is to do a little experimenting. And that's what we're going to be doing over the next few weeks. The traditional approach to weight loss or weight gain for that matter is a mathematical one. When the number of calories taken in is greater than the number of calories burned, the excess is stored as fat. Conversely, if the number of calories consumed is less than the number of calories burned, you lose weight. And when calories in equals calories out, your weight stays the same. So traditional weight loss diets have always focused on cutting calories. Theoretically, it wouldn't matter whether you cut out fats, carbohydrates, alcohol, or protein, as long as you reduced your total caloric intake, you'd lose weight. But because fat contains roughly twice as many calories per gram as carbohydrates or protein, cutting back on fat would seem to be the most efficient way of cutting calories. For example, If you cut 100 grams of pasta from your diet, you'd save 400 calories. But if you cut 100 grams of butter from your diet, you'd save 900 calories. And that, in a nutshell, is the rationale for low-fat diets. But there's a whole school of thought that rejects this mathematical model in favor of what I call the metabolic model. They argue that some types of calories, namely carbohydrates, are actually more fattening than others. This idea has been around for a long time, and there are a lot of variations on the theme. In the 80s, we had the Atkins diet. In the 90s, we had South Beach. And most recently, Gary Taubes has added a lot of new fuel to the low-carb fire with his best-selling book, Good Calories, Bad Calories. According to Taubes and other low-carb proponents, carbohydrates provoke a hormonal cascade that predisposes the body to burn fewer calories and store more fat. Furthermore, they argue that refined carbohydrates disrupt the body's mechanisms for regulating appetite. And this causes you to eat more and more calories without ever feeling satisfied. I'm oversimplifying, of course, but that's the basic gist of it. The solution, according to these guys, is fairly simple. You drastically reduce carbohydrates, and then you can eat as much as you like of everything else. Without the disruptive effect of carbohydrates, your appetite signals and your metabolism will automatically self-regulate. Your body attains and maintains a healthy weight without further effort on your part pretty sexy stuff. I'm not sure it's quite as simple as all that. And I've got some links on the show notes to some interesting debates on this topic. You'll find those at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. Nonetheless, 
I think limiting carbohydrates, particularly refined carbohydrates, such as flour, sugar, and things made with them, can be beneficial. For one thing, refined carbohydrates are very easy to overeat. They lead you to consume more calories than you need. For example, drinking sweetened beverages with a meal can add several hundred calories to your meal, but it doesn't make you feel any fuller or eat any less. Many people find that when they stop eating refined carbohydrates, they consume fewer calories, but they don't feel hungry. If this is true for you, it certainly makes weight loss easier, doesn't it? Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Secondly, refined carbohydrates, which include sweets, baked goods, breads, pasta, sweetened beverages, and so forth, are probably the least nourishing foods in the typical modern diet. You're certainly not missing out on anything by eliminating them from your diet. And providing you don't replace them with highly processed, artificially sweetened, carb-free versions of the same things, those foods are likely to be replaced with foods that have a lot more going for them nutritionally. Thirdly, if you have high triglycerides, heart disease, diabetes, or you're flirting with diabetes, reducing carbohydrates can have big benefits in terms of your blood lipids and your blood sugar control. And finally, there's also a certain mental simplicity to this approach. Instead of paying attention to calories and portion sizes, you simply cut out certain types of foods and the rest takes care of itself, or so the story goes. Now, the low-carb approach works gangbusters for some people. For many lifelong frustrated dieters, it has been a game changer. But studies show that for every person who succeeds on a low-carbohydrate regimen, there are three or four more who do not. In fact, the majority of studies indicate that low-carb diets are, on average, no more or less effective than other dietary approaches. Even Gary Taubes agrees that in order to lose weight, you do have to burn more calories than you take in. For some, but not all people, reducing carbohydrates ends up being the easiest or the most sustainable way to manipulate the calories in, calories out equation. Now, academics are debating why this may be so and why it doesn't seem to be the same for everyone. The real question is, is a low-carb diet a good fit for you? And that's what we're going to find out this week. To get a sense of whether a lower-carb diet might improve your health, your weight, or your well-being, and whether it's something you could stick to long-term, I invite you to join me in the following experiment. For the next week, try avoiding all foods made with flour or added sugars. That includes all breads, pasta, baked goods, candy, sweets, honey, maple syrup, sweetened beverages, and anything else with any kind of flour, sugar, or other sweeteners listed in the ingredient list. Potatoes, rice, popcorn, and oatmeal and other intact grains are allowed. And the only other rule is that you have to eat your vegetables. Come on, it's me. Now, I want to point out these guidelines don't reflect any specific diet program or book. There are lots of low-carb regimens out there, each with its own rules and rationale. This is just a no-fuss, quick-and-dirty approach to reducing refined carbohydrates. If you want to implement someone else's low-carb rules, be my guest. It's also not intended to be a comprehensive, long-term regimen. It's just a brief experiment. Simply eliminating certain foods doesn't ensure a balanced diet, for example, nor does it guarantee weight loss. Right now, we're simply in data-gathering mode. Later on, we'll fine-tune the details. 
So during your experiment, here are some things I want you to pay attention to. Do you feel more or less hungry than you usually do? Do you find yourself eating more or less at meals? Do you find yourself eating more or less often? Are you finding it difficult or inconvenient to stick to the rules? Do you notice any differences in your energy levels or your mood? How would you rate the overall quality and balance of your diet? Is it better or worse than usual? And finally, and this may actually be the most important question, can you imagine continuing this experiment for more than a week? How about for life? As you go through the week, feel free to post your thoughts on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page or on the show's website, and next week we'll compare notes, and then we're going to experiment with a completely different approach. This is Monica Reinagel. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week, and remember to eat something good for me. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com.